Repeat everything we you just said. We got the bastards. <laughs> yeah, said the captain. Yeah, said Dave. Yeah, so uh, you're talking about Butcher's Crossing came out today? Yeah, Butcher's Crossing. I was trying to remember the name of the title. Uh, Butcher's Crossing said it's coming out today in theaters. Okay. It's supposed just to, in time. Even though it's supposed to come out Scorsese's. last year. Well, you know, they wanted to follow up Scorsese's movie and make that extra money. Pathetic. For, for perfect counter-programming with Taylor Swift and Scorsese. Why is the camera on your ceiling? Because I'm artistic. <laughs> I was hoping you had chin surgery or something. Help <laughs> me! I got the Ben Affleck butt chin installed. <laughs> no, I, I have no jaw like Amy Smart in Mirrors. Oh, okay. I ripped out my jaw for Halloween. It hurts. So now I'm just an asshole in a Twilight Zone shirt. It's my fault. I didn't realize that we were watching Twilight Zone because I thought, I don't need to check the website. We're just watching Throw Mama this week. And I was like, oh, wait. And I saw there was two episodes on the on the docket. I was like, oh, fuck. I didn't even watch them. Didn't Four episodes. Whoa, even worse. So I'll, I'll fix that later. Yeah. I mean, two of them yeah. are, one's like 12 minutes, one's seven minutes. one. But one's yeah. the other two are full, full half-hour episodes. Right. But the no, Twilight Zone classic like, oh, yeah, stuff, you have to watch the classic I was, one. I was busy this week. I didn't, I didn't realize I should have watched it. So was I. Yeah. Oh, I need to turn off my AC. I have a, I got an AC Whoa! unit installed. It could remote control AC in Phoenix, Arizona, bro. There we go. That's when you know you're. Let's see how much quieter it is now. You're back in the high life again. All the ACs that didn't work. Are opening again. I spent the whole day cutting a hole in the wall. Well, not the whole day, a couple hours. Put, cutting a hole in the wall for the AC unit and getting that. Wow. Then I had to rearrange everything. I got the desk on yeah. wheels now. I told you, man, yeah, I got a lot of stuff yeah. in the works. Look at this. Look at that. It's all, oh, all close. You're, you're right going to... Wow, that's amazing. I mean, I, I can turn this fucking thing you around. Way more, you got a way more comfortable chair. Look at this. Look at that. Holy where, shit. Where, where are you going, Dick? Where are you going? I'm in your garage. I see your big toolbox and your extra chair. Oh, yeah, you can see everything. And you got your couch in the in the living room now. Is the big couch in there? Yeah, we got that new couch. Oh man, it is it is cozy in here except for the heat. But I was used to that already. So now, how well how how, how hot does it get? Well, you I just plugged the AC easy. in to get how it working, it? and it said it was at ninety nine in here. Whoa! So. Yeah, you're gonna, your shit's going to melt if it goes out over 100. Yeah, so i got to keep that on. In the dead of summer, what's going to happen in that? That place is going to be like an oven. Yeah. Is there a way to, like, seal off the garage from it being it's like a seal as plate? it gets. It doesn't have insulation. That's great. Well, I wonder if you put, like, My I don't know how it would work. Would you, you put, like, drywall around the garage door to insulate it? No, the walls themselves don't have insulation. No. It's just a garage. It's a garage, but you put that stuff on the floor, that kind of seals it, huh? Seals the floor, but that just yeah, steal, I mean, seals the paint. That's all it's doing. Yeah, it's been a it's been a crazy, uh, crazy few weeks. I, I thought it was designed to like maintain climate control for the the floor. No, the heat. No. Yeah, the heat rises, and you know. Nope, it's just there to seal in, drops. so you can't scratch it. Oh. Man, it's a uh, it's night and day compared to my old office. Oh yeah, it's a lot bigger. Yeah, I got. You got so two much of room. these. There's like three rooms in there now. You got three rooms to play with. Yeah, I got all my storage shit over there, as you saw. I got yeah. my workbenches back behind us. 
wow. like all my little projects going because I got 50 things going on. Wow. I also had to tear down the wood on the fence. It's a brand new house. So it comes like just here's a house, but I so I had to tear off all the wood from the fence and unscrew it. And I got to stain them and varnish, or <coughs> seal them. Oh really? Wow! Because the Arizona heat will just warp that. Oh yeah, it's so right. quick. Wow. And I'm also doing. Uh, I got to paint the table, the kitchen table. Kitchen got, table. Uh, yeah, I got like 15 projects going on. What'd you guys do? Win the lottery? Just painting a tape. It's painting our old table. Oh, oh, I was going to say, I think you bought a new table to paint it. No. These are so bougie, you want to paint the table. She wants it black. I don't know why. Oh, Paint it black. It's your it's your episode today. Do you want to hit the intro theme song at some point? Yeah, I might as well. Let me, let me get to the uh, menu here and figure out how to do this again. Let's talk it's about Twilight Zone. Months. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about something just as good, if well, not better. I wanted to hear actually. about this. What? Your monster mini golf. Oh yeah. Well, that that can still be talked about. No, not in this show. It's fucking weird. <laughs> Hollywood is dead. Twilight Zone golf. Oh, watch this. What is this? Oh, what you do? Oh my god. It's my mini fridge in here now. You don't have a cousin, Patty. You lied to me. So yeah. we're gonna watch Funk. a little classic here. We're talking about a classic film. Came out in, what, 88? 87. 87. Now, this was one of those movies that you go to the video store back in the day, and you'd see the cover of the video, and you'd say, you see Billy Crystal on the cover, and you'd probably be like, you know what? I'm not interested. It's Billy Crystal. He was in that Gregory Hines movie where they were cops, and it was not very good. That's why it took me so long to watch this movie. (laughs) He was in... That Johnny Dangerously movie, or was he? That was Michael Keaton. He wasn't in that. Yeah. But um, Billy Crystal. I'm trying to think of other '80s movies that he would. I just that he stars in that are just are just gross. I don't like Billy Crystal that much. I'm not a big fan. He's all right. He's kind of annoying. I don't really care for him that much. I I was gonna wait for the actual episode, but yes, I completely agree. I will say though, this movie is is Billy Crystal at his finest. But I was getting to that. I was going to say, the second part of this cover of the VHS is Danny DeVito sitting with his with his suitcase, his mama's suitcase, on a on a train track, and you're just looking at Danny DeVito. He looks so sweet and innocent, and it's pretty funny because like the the movie is it's like a dark comedy, but it's pretty damn funny. And even to this day, it still stands up. We're going to talk about a movie they won't make in Hollywood anymore because they're afraid to make these movies now. Because the, the main characters are ugly. Because Billy Crystal's an ugly man, and so is Danny DeVito, let's be honest. And Anne Ramsey's ugly. Everybody in this movie is pretty unattractive. Like everybody Kate Mulgrew has her shit together, though, in this one. She does. But, yeah, I mean, Kate Mulgrew has always been kind of attractive. But I mean, besides her, everyone else is ugly. And this is a little thing called Thromo from the Train. Danny DeVito's directorial debut on Hollywood is dead. I mean, look at how hot Kate Mulgrew is here. She's a specimen here. 
she's an attractive woman. She's like she's like a handsome woman. Look at her. It's it's what you would call like an uh <laughs> Yes. Rolling on the river. <laughs> Everything's Every, slow here. Uh, every single time I see her or see her name, that's what I picture in my head. <laughs> You're not wrong. Because that is a funny fucking bit. And that's like last se- uh, the last season on Comedy Central, wasn't it? I think. It's close to that. that. Last, technically the last episode. Oh, man. It's great. It's great. Wow. Uh, yeah, throw Mama from the train. I, I, I just threw this episode out last week as kind of like the ones I want to watch. You were kind of asking for my hit list. And as soon as I said it, you said, yeah, let's watch it. I'm like, yes. It feels right. I don't know why it feels right. It's October. We should be doing a Halloween movie. Well, this movie has elements of horror. It is kind of like a darker film. Let's go back to this. It's a dark movie. I mean, it's about murder. (laughs) It's about a guy killing someone else's wife so he kill his mama because he saw a Hitchcock movie and he thought that was an excuse to... You know, go off and do this beat, this bidding for this character, these two characters. It's about writers, which is another reason why I like this movie because yeah. you and I are writers, and this is one of those movies that my family quotes all the time, saying "A writer writes always." Yeah. That one, <laughs> that that quote, we say that quite a lot in my house. You have to say it at the same time, like they do in the movie. <laughs> yeah, writer writes writer always. Writes always. And it's was that uh, um, his his uh, agent who was. Um, the director, Rob Reiner. Yeah, Rob Reiner's in this. Shows up. And I always feel like Rob Reiner and Billy Crystal would be the best of friends because I both, I love, I, I dislike them both equally. Well, they were both, you know, he was, they kind of did opposite because Billy Crystal's in Rob Reiner's uh, Princess Bride. Yes. And now this is more of a Billy Crystal vehicle. And, and yes. here is, here's Rob Reiner showing up for a minute. Yeah. For a whole scene. Spraying plants with a bottle of water. <laughs> yeah. Rob Reiner at his house. Yeah, <laughs> guarantee that is, you that's Rob Reiner's house. That is his. That is his um, what, East Village apartment <laughs> in New York when he's when he's there for like getting pizza. So always. So always. I love the pizza. <laughs> what can I say? I like a little bush. I like a little bush. That was him from uh, um, Martin Scorsese's. Wolf of Wall Street. I like a little bush. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like a little bush. There's not, there's not any hair down there. Oh, I like a little bush. He's like, uh, what was he in the Wolf of Wall Street? He was like their tax. His or dad. Like their mon- yeah, but he was like going over the money. Wasn't he uh, in charge of the money? Yeah. I think he was kind of involved, but he kind of wasn't too involved. He was. I think he was just the dad. He was just there. I, I don't he, think he was anything. He didn't go to prison, so he wasn't involved. With no, I just thought he was controlling of like how much they're spending and like that sort of stuff. So... I, this is interesting. So Anne Ramsey, who really is kind of like the character actress of the '80s. I mean, she did good fel- or Goodfellas, Goonies, Goonies, Goonies Storm Off the Train. Um, she's in a few other movies. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Deadly Where? and Deadly. What's that Wes Craven movie? It's the funniest fucking scene you'll ever see. Oh right. Where they throw a basketball it, at her head and it explodes. It explodes, right, yeah. It's not, sho- it's not Shocker, because it was 89. No, no, it's no, that uh, was, Deadly um, Something. Uh, yeah, I just, saw, I just saw that. And Ramsey head explode. It's the greatest clip. Oh, yeah, Deadly Friend. I knew it was Deadly, deadly Something. Deadly Friend, that's right, yeah. Okay, yeah. You know, everybody talks about how great Wes Craven is, but then he does these movies, and you're like, is he great? Really, honestly, 
It's Wes Craven that kind of a director. Everybody, you know, everybody talks about how great he was, but it's like, eh, a movie like this, this would be considered a good movie. This right here, this clip. It's about a robot, by the way. This is a robot throws the basketball at her head. But it's it's a fucking basketball. Doesn't matter how hard you throw it, your head's not gonna yeah. explode. All right, here's the. Damn. Can you hear this? You can hear it. Yeah. Okay, good. You see the wall move? Yeah. Is, there's is... so many funny things in a row right here. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're telling me Wes Craven's the master of horror, and I'm watching this and I'm laughing. I've I've never no I've never been a Wes Craven guy. I like, like this is a, this is a joke. He has two good movies, and he's coasted by on. Yeah. But they give him so much respect. Like I don't. I mean, uh, hold on. This is why the respects due, Dick. Here's Ann Ramsey getting her head blown off from a basketball, thrown by the girl from what show was she, what show was she on? Is that Christy Swanson? Is it Christy Swanson? Is that Buffy? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, Wes Craven, everybody. Wes Craven. Wes Craven, ladies and gentlemen. Wes Craven. Did you see how the hip is different? It's a different piece right here. Watch. Yeah, yeah. Yep, Russ Craven, everybody. King of horror. You see on my kids' greatest, videos, I have to play my YouTube. The greatest <laughs> mind in horror, Wes Craven, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I, I don't get the Wes Craven love, but we're not here to talk about that. Eventually, we will. We will talk about Anne Ramsey. We just I forgot, got her head blown off. forgot that was Chrissy Swanson. So Anne Ramsey, yeah. this is her last movie, basically, because she died literally six months after the Oscars when she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. For what? For this role. For this role? What? She was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. says here. That is crazy. Yeah, Best Supporting Actress. She just plays herself. Yeah. She's really no different than she is in Goonies. Or this. It sucks. I remember they cut that line out in the, HBO, or in the Disney version. He just says... Kids, she doesn't say kids suck or anything like that. Wow. Okay, so do you want to guess the release date of this film? June twenty sixth, eighty seven. December eleventh, nineteen eighty seven. Oh, this is a Christmas movie. This is a <laughs> holiday film. It actually did pretty good. It cost fourteen million dollar budget. It brought in fifty seven million. So that's a hit. That's that's considered a, actually a pretty good hit. Yeah, it's uh, Danny DeVito directed it. I believe his first movie. Let me double check. I know he yeah, did. I think it's his first. I'm I know he did sure. TV before this. So he did an episode of Amazing Stories before this. Let me double check though. Previous. Yeah, because he did three episodes of Taxi. He did the Amazing Stories, TV, other TV stuff. Throw him on from the train. Yeah, first movie. Then War of the Roses, then Hoffa, then the terrible movie Matilda. Which is, you're, you're cruel to say that. It's fucking terrible. Because Matilda, I guess her mom was dying. Yeah, I know that. I know all that Danny stuff. And Danny took care of her and like was very kind and sweet to her. And, and it took care of her like it was his own daughter. And you have the gall to say it's a terrible movie. You're not wrong, but I'm just saying you have the gall. Saw it in the theater for free. Still was pissed. Was your problem? Why'd his, you see? his next movie was Death of Smoochie, a, sh- a movie that we've talked about on this. Oh my god, that was that far apart. Yeah, 
That's and then he did duplex, and then he never worked again. Duplex, it was his was it. last. Yeah. Duplex, I don't think anybody saw that movie. That was a big bomb. Nope, that was 2003. He hasn't directed in 20-some years. Right before Jeez. right before he entered uh, It's Always Sunny Philadelphia, which is where yeah. he needs to be. Because yes, the man is. needs to be seen, because he is fucking hilarious. He's pretty funny. He's one of my favorite people, just to see. Yeah. I, I want to see him all the time. And especially right. in this movie when he's younger. Oh, yeah. He's, he's so fucking good. He is so like, fucking good. He's just, you feel like he plays it. But the thing is, he plays it so good, you don't feel sorry for him. No. He walks. Like he's not doing it for pity. Yeah. He walks so many fine lines in this where you're, you're not, you're not like, God, he's so dumb. You're not. Right, I, yeah. I never had that thought. No. You're like, oh, he's dumb, but. Also, he's aware because he's smart. Because he, when the cops are in the place and he's Billy yeah. Crystal's hiding in the in the pantry and there's a sheet, he's like, "Oh, you could get me tea." Yeah. No, never mind. He's just fucking with Billy yeah. Crystal, and he's like, "You could get me some so sugar, though." Here. Yeah. Thank you, officer. Yeah, he's doing a Would weird. You like some tea? Yeah, it's pretty funny. He does like know. these characters, I guess is what you would call it, without announcing their characters. He just like does this. I'm gonna talk to the cops like this. Yeah, <laughs> he does the whole well, scene like that. He's being childlike. Yeah, like he, he's a child, but he's not a dumb kid. He's just he's a, he's precocious, I guess maybe. He's just he's always been he he never because he's not he's not a mean guy. He's never been no. mean. His mother treats him like shit, but he does. It just rolls off because he's like this is his mom. He's not gonna be mad at her because he loves her no matter what. Which is why he wants Billy Crystal to kill her. <laughs> Even. <laughs> Even when you think he does kill someone, he doesn't. Turns, yeah, exactly. turns out he didn't really do it. No. Like, he probably was going to puss out. And Not when he uses his hands. Remember, he's going to go. Yeah, but then he they <laughs> cut, gets... so you don't see it. Yeah. No, she just falls off the side. Turns of the out road. she fell, but who knows if. I don't think he would have actually gone through it because. I, I don't think so, yeah. Because he has his mom, and he's about to get her killed. Right, yeah. And he changes his he mind. Changes yeah. his mind. Mama! Well, I'm going to go kill the bitch. What do you want? You give me a chunky? Be all because of a line of it, the the night sultry. was moist. The, the night she was goes, uh, humid and moist. Yeah, sultry. Sit goddamn sultry in here. I'm going to get out of here. Okay, I'm going to kill that bitch. <laughs> There's so many jokes in this in this movie. So many lines. They're not even jokes, really. They're no. just lines that they repeat. Like, Billy Crystal, it starts off with his, he's in a room. And there's a long scene in the opening of credits, the opening credit sequence. And it's just him at a desk. Yeah. Writing like it was a, the night was, the night was, yeah, the night was over and over and over. And then he turns on the TV. He's got his Zenith remote. It weighs 40 pounds, turns it on. And it's his wife. It's Kate Mulgrew getting interviewed Oprah. on the news. All right. With Oprah. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. This one, the, the news is later. Well, this one's Oprah and it's, he's basically, he's, she wrote the book of her relationship with him. It seems like no, but it's his she idea. Stole his, no, she stole his book. But what was the book? She stole it. The book was Hearts of Fire. I know, but and it, he, he wrote it. Sounds it. like it she was about them. It. No, that's why he's pissed. Is she stole? His I know book. that. I, you can't yeah. miss that. He says it fifty-five times. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. It yeah, sounded yeah. like. Let's see if this makes a sound difference. If I turn off the fan. It sounds like I, I wasn't sure if it was a book about re- the relationship and that's why he's pissed about it because that's what he was writing. I don't know. They don't really say what the no, book's no, no, no. about. 
no, yeah, he hates her because she stole his book. He wrote it. That's his. It's his work. That's why he can't write again because he put all of his his yeah. shit in this one book, and now he can't say it's his because she took it, and everybody believes it's her. Yeah, anyway, that's why. I know. I'm just. I don't know what the book's about, so I'm guessing. I think it's about uh, um, uh, when Harry met Sally. That's what yes. the book is. Which a movie I can't fucking stand. It's a, it's it's Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal being annoying as fuck. And then he, he blends it into Forget Paris, which is another equally annoying movie with Billy Crystal where he's annoying as fuck. I just... Rob Reiner directed When Harry Met Sally. Man, these two are inseparable. Yep. There you go. Uh, I was like, I had to double check that, but I was like, pretty yeah. sure he directed that. Anyway, um, don't care about that movie. Don't care. I don't like that. It's not my kind of, not my, not my cup of tea. No, no. Not my poison cup of tea. Nope. Ah, uh, from the movie. Not my poison cup of Pepsi. Mama, no. <laughs> yeah. She, she calls him a turd right there, doesn't you she? Oh, you stupid oh. I think she calls him a poop. Poop. You stupid poop. <laughs> I have it right here. And I love it when he sticks the, the scissors to her head. And she's, I think you got it, Sonny. Yeah. <laughs> Pulls out the wax ball in her ear, which is what I wanted my doctor to do for me when my ear was plugged. And he didn't do it for me. He just gave me fucking pills. Yeah, she called him a poop. Anything. You poop. All right, hold on. I'm trying to. Say. All right. God damn it. I'm Ann Ramsey. I'm dead. Here we go. And I'm like dead, dead, dead as shit. Long you dead. You clumsy poop. <laughs> you clumsy poop. She can't have these on an isolated <laughs> track. Yeah, I just had to keep rewinding and fast forwarding to get it there. But... <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it's like she gets you know... shit faced and, and just said all her lines. Well, apparently, she was going through uh, throat cancer at this point. She was really sick. I guess she was in immense pain. And DeVito said that he she never complained. She did the bits. So there's a lot of yelling in this movie, and it hurt her throat. Like she was dying. Like she was dead. Literally, like six months after this movie came out, she was dead. So. I, I want to say 100, but I'll say 97% of her lines are screamed. <coughs> yes. And she only has 10 minutes of screen time. Yeah. She's not Which in a lot. She's 10 minutes of screen time. And half that screen time is a stunt double. Yes. <laughs> because it's definitely not the 87-year-old lady upside down. <laughs> like, hanging out, of, hanging out of a train. Oh, God. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I love about this movie? A little, it's kind of a weird thought of mine. How much of this movie you think would be set on a train? It's right. It's like eight minutes on the train. Well, I think it's because crisscross. They meet on a train, so they had to incorporate throw mama from the train in that respect. The the a strangers on a train. So strangers That's on a train. Mo- yeah, yeah. Strangers on a train. That's the connection. Yeah, the title with Hitchcock. Crisscross. You do my murder. I do your murder. Crisscross. Yeah. It made me start thinking about Hitchcock movies. Um, yeah. Oh, I would, I do want to say, before we get too much further, definitely watch this movie. It is on HBO Max right now. Check it out there. It's only like 92 minutes. It is, it's quick. Yeah. And you will it not regret quick. watching it. Yeah. It's anyway, um, it made me start thinking about Hitchcock movies. And that's kind of like a, a weird, like, it's a gray zone of mine. I, I've only seen like four or five Hitchcock movies. I'm not sure where you are on the Hitchcock, Hitchcockometer. Uh, I've seen enough, but I've I, like I, to the point where it's like, eh, because I know that uh, everyone would argue that, um, like, 
Quentin Tarantino likes Hitchcock. Quentin Tarantino is not like Hitchcock. Quentin Tarantino likes Brian De Palma. Yeah, that's his big. That's his go-to boy. So Hitchcock has kind of lost, kind of lost luster over the years. Like he's not as regular, like regarded highly. But then they try to say Vertigo is the best movie ever made, which I don't agree with at all. Vertigo's okay. So that, it's very dated I actually, with its visuals. I disagree with you there. Vertigo, I fucking love Vertigo. It's a good movie, but I, I don't think it's that good. Like no, the it's best movie it, ever. No, not definitely not that, but it is great. Yeah. A great. I love that. I, I've seen. Okay, so the movies I've seen of Hitchcock, we need to do them eventually. I've yeah. seen Vertigo. I'm yeah. counting them here. Psycho. Yes. North by Northwest. Yes. Rear Window. Yes. Um, what's the other one? The Birds. And one, yes. one more. Dial in for murder. I don't think I've seen that one. I don't think I've seen and that. And I think that's it. And the man has 70 movies. <laughs> like, well, a lot of them are, are. And he also did a lot of his own TV shows. So he has yeah. a bunch of TV episodes on his belt, too. I see so more of his own TV of shows. Because we've talked yeah. about his show on uh, LA yeah. Anthology Review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have right here his entire. I have all of the movies. I just. Well, yeah, I'll be getting that in a hard drive one of these days. You will. No, it's going to be uh, in a couple of days here. I'm going to send it out. One of the... So, okay. I finally finished all the hard drives. Now, listen to this uh, what if casting choices here. Now, do you think this would be a better movie? Which I don't think it could be, which is odd because I don't like Billy Crystal. Bill Murray was considered for the role of Larry, and Robin Williams was considered for the role of Owen. No. I don't, yeah, see, I don't, yeah. See, I, I, I like lo- both of them, and I don't think they'd work. This is a perfectly cast movie. Perfectly cast movie. And yeah. it has Billy Crystal, a guy I don't really care for, and you don't exactly. you don't care for either. I'm so glad yeah. to hear that you agree with me, because usually oh, when yeah. I say that, people are like, you crazy? I'm How like, dare you? He's so He just doesn't do good. anything for me. I'm, I'm He's sorry. He's so funny in his blackface routine when he does Sammy Davis Jr., which he doesn't do anymore. <laughs> I am looking at Hitchcock movies, and I don't see another one that I've seen. Um, yeah, sure nothing. Just those six. So just six of those movies. Those are the big ones. I've definitely seen parts of them. Like I, I may have seen Notorious and yeah, um, yeah, I have seen Notorious or pieces of Notorious. Um, what's the other one? The other one's like that. Suspicion? No, not Suspicion. That's earlier. Oh, Rope. I think I've seen part of Rope. Right. Yeah. But I should definitely see, uh, is it Family Plot or Torn Curtain that has uh, uh, Fonda in it? I should definitely watch that one. I think it's Family Plot. Because I like Peter Fonda a lot. It seems like that'd be right at my I don't care for Peter Fonda. I'm sorry, not Peter Fonda, Henry Fonda. Oh, Henry Fonda. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Henry Fonda's in it. (laughs) Not Peter Fonda. Oh, Henry Fonda's great. Yeah, yeah. Peter Fonda, R.I.P. All the Fondas, R.I.P. I forgot he's dead, except for that cunt Jane Fonda. She's the one that really needs to die. Yeah, she's Fucking alive. Traitor. Fucking uh, traitor, bitch. Oh, Bob Hoskins, Christopher Lloyd, John Goodman, Michael Keaton, and John Lithgow were considered to play Owen. Christopher Lloyd as Owen? He's six foot eight. No, but he's, he's a big fucker. He's also really good friends with Danny DeVito, though. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Hoskins, I could actually see. Can Bob you... Hoskins is. The closest thing physically to Danny DeVito. Yeah. No, da- Bob Hoskins would do better than Robin Williams. Robin, the problem with the Robin Williams, da- uh, Bill Murray combination that you mentioned is they would both play it way too silly. And part Maybe. of what I love, a big part of the reason I love this movie is it's not played silly. 
No, it's very straight. It's very straight, and the yeah. Billy Crystal's reactions to things are perfect. Like they're exactly what I would say in the moment. Like he gets he gets done with it, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go lay down." Like fuck this. Like <laughs> he's just exhausted by being in the movie, and yeah. I, I kind of love that with with characters. It's a uh, it's the same. I'm trying to think of other characters that are like that. It's. Um, um, Colin Farrell in Seven Psychopaths is kind of like, right? Can we just be done? <laughs> like, I don't want to be. Um, another one is uh, why am I blanking on his name? Role oh, models, uh, right? Uh, Paul Paul Rudd in Role Models, like oh. has zero interest in being in the plot, being in the movie. Right. <laughs> like, not the actor, but the character is like, I, right, I don't right. want to be here at all. Can I not? And uh, that's part of what I love about Billy Crystal's character is he's just like an unwilling participant in his own life. And that's what makes it funny to me. Uh-oh. Well, I guess you were wrong, by the way. Oh, what's going on? In the scene when Larry, Owen and Larry save Mama... Are you going to tell me scene... that she was really upside down being thrown out of... Anne Ramsey performed the stunt herself. Without the use of a stunt double. Not the upside down part, no. That's what it says here. I don't believe it. <laughs> uh, oh. Hey, MGM. I, I do like the fact that... Um, uh, I would say... Okay, so my one of my favorite scenes is the, is the, the scene where... Uh, uh, or should we talk about the plot? Should we discuss, yeah, like, what the plot, definitely what set it plot? up. In, in yeah. case you're, for some reason, not going to watch it. But You're see, this idiot. is definitely her in green screen. But like, he calls he calls him so many funny names. <laughs> trying to save her, you toad. Yeah. There, okay, so sorry. Go ahead with your favorite part. Okay. Oh, no, no, real no, quick. Say, this the, is the, not the, her. So that's her. <laughs> I don't know. What are you doing to my mama? Making a wish. For this is not her. That's what I'm getting at. Anyway, <laughs> what what's, your, what's your favorite part of one of your favorite parts? Oh, Christ. <laughs> no, well, the plot of the movie. Oh, yeah. We should say, okay. So, so uh, uh, Billy Crystal is a writer. He's a failed writer. He's working as a teacher, which all writer, fellow writers do. He's teaching a, an adult education class on how to write. I like that and, it's not the typical college course that you see. It looks like a high school. It's right. sad. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's it's at a really it's at a really sad parochial. It's like it's like a summer school, night school. Yeah, it looks yeah, like where like they a, shot like Hector like Elizondo was helping yeah. inner city youth. It's like or, a really bad junior college that nobody goes to. Uh, what's that? Except for like old people. What's that? Uh, uh, lean on me. It looks like that yeah. sort of school. Where it's just a super... finger man. <laughs> yeah, it's Tom Berenger and the 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 substitute. Yes. Like that sort Morgan of school. Freeman. Uh, Jim Belushi and Jim Tom Belushi. Are, are all on the staff, are on the school board. Jim Belushi and the principal. Yeah, they're all trying to put this together and they can't figure it out. You know, and Billy Crystal's just a bad writing teacher. You know what's funny? The principal. Think about how forgettable that movie is. I'm One sure. of my mom's favorite movies. <laughs> principal is basically the substitute. And like 187. Yeah, 187 is the best of those. Yeah, 187 is actually really good. Lean on me is, is stand by me. Dangerous, no, dangerous minds was the other Rob one. Reiner. That was that era where they had those nineties, eighties. For for some reason, 
the mid eighties to the mid nineties, there was that time of high school angst and high school gangster movies where the kids were going nowhere. And you think they would have solved that problem by now, but no, it's even worse today. No, it stemmed they out of how bad and how overhyped gang culture of that era was in, in LA yeah. and New York. It was so overhyped by the news. So they started making you, movies about it. Did you did you hear the latest in the Tupac slain? The guy the guy that they arrested yeah. admitted he got he got paid a million dollars by P. Diddy to kill Tupac. Yep. So, I, how you can, I don't think you can prove that though, can you? I don't know, it's but so long. it's so funny that uh, I was just listening to Eminem, um, the his song, the where he responds to Machine Gun Kelly, and he talks about how it's going to happen when Diddy admits to killing Tupac. Wow! <laughs> he's like ends the song. I'm just kidding. I love you, Diddy, because they don't get along oh. at all. <laughs> I was oh like, damn. God. <laughs> but that oh, was shit. that was like five years ago. So yeah, yeah. people people oh, have shit. known. That that's probably what happened. Well, I'm trying to think. I don't. Was Pete Diddy? Did Pete Diddy have a million dollars in 1996? Dude, he, I yeah. feel like he wasn't. He wasn't quite as popular as he was yet. No, no. Keep in like, mind, he's the one that did that Godzilla song. Yeah, it was 1998, right? Yeah, that's right yeah. after he died, and that's. But he yeah. also made that. That was a tribute to 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 Biggie. Tupac. Oh, Biggie, yeah, not yeah, not Tupac. But they, that's well, gotta but hate each other. That yeah. was only. A year before this, so yeah, he was yeah he was big. He was a producer too, so he uh, yeah he's a producer for a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, odd. It definitely seems like he might have he might have killed Tupac. I don't know. Apparently, but yeah, I mean, but like it's been so long. How do you prove that? Like you have to have receipts, but you, are you have receipts? Is Pete Diddy going to have a big check that says in the in the in the memo? Tupac's death. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for killing Tupac for me. You drew Here's a picture of a coffin with Tupac <laughs> yeah. in it. Uh, it's a, it's being... a nice drawing. <laughs> it's in the memo line. It's a little. Uh, got some questions for you, I guess. Uh, I was trying to be facetious. Yeah. I enjoy it's, being humorous. You wrote it out of your Interscope account. It's kind of a giveaway. Oh well, uh, you gave him a. You, you paid it in a, in a money order. You paid a million dollars cash at a at a at a, at a, at a uh, Ralph's on Sunset that one time. He needs to go to trial so he can get found innocent and then release a book called "If I Did It Part 2. <laughs> if OJ OJ piggybacks on his. If Diddy did it, did it this way. If Diddy done did it, did Diddy do? Diddy did this way. Did Mountain Dew? You gotta put the way on there. The way. Lil, if I did it. If I didn't do it right with the Diddy system doing away. But, um, so, uh, Billy Crystal is a loser teacher at a loser school with adult education. Wow, we got sidetracked and hardcore there. I, I love, <laughs> I love the, the the class. Oh, yeah. I think the, the classroom oh, oh. is its own, it's like, yeah, give me its own television series. Yes, because the first, he's reading their stories back to him, and he starts yeah. with one guy, and he goes, name of it, your, your uh, book is... A hundred women I like to pork. Yeah. <laughs> Some, I think that's what it is. It's a coffee table book. Yeah. I'll put Pinsky, pictures in there. Mr. Mr. Pinsky, this isn't literature. Well, no, it's it's a fantasy. It's my fantasy. It's the Melville's White Whale. This is my White Whale. I think it's wacky material. I think it's brave. I think you're a no talent little sh I, I think, think it's vulgar. I think it's a you're scumbag. <laughs> there, there he is. Pinsky. Chapter seven. The Pinsky, <laughs> Hold on. This is not 
the best part is right before that. Because he says, women I like to fuck. He was going to say fuck, but he says pork. He interrupts him. Yeah. Chapter one. Because he changed the title. Kathleen Turner. Chapter two, Sybil Shepherd. Chapter three, Suzanne Flechette. I love after this because it starts to go into people he knows. So it's people yeah. you can't even yeah. picture. The woman from the dry <laughs> clean, like stuff like that. <laughs> Chapter four, the girl in the taco commercial. There it is. Chapter five, the woman in 4B. Chapter six, the oriental Laker girl. Chapter ah! seven, Pris Mr. Pinsky, this is not literature. I like how so proud of himself. Um, put in photographs, uh, a brief character sketch, like, uh, like a biography. The man, it's like he's out of a, a John Waters movie. Yes, he is. Like, yeah. he is overacting, but it is it works so it's well. Perfect. It's, it's perfect. It's perfect. So, he's, he's, like, slimy, but not pervy. Yeah. It's weird. Like, he could be a foot. Like, that should be Chevalier. Because I know, uh, uh, what's his name? DeVito knew, what, Vincent Chevalier, the character actor, or what was his name? He was in Ghost and Batman Returns and and uh, it, um, um, Walk uh, Man on the Moon. Where the guy, he was the assassin in Tomorrow Never Dies. Is that Vincent? Chavier or I know who you're talking Vincent, about, but Vincent Chevalier, something like that. Yeah. I, like that should be him. But for some reason, maybe Dane DeVito he was working another job or something. I feel like that could be his part. No, I, I definitely agree. He looks like a Pinsky. I love the fact that look at the background. Okay. Setting up the fact that we think it looks like an inner city high school. Look at this. There's a picture of like the the Capitol building. Yeah. There's like a wanted ad up here. There's a map. Like this looks like a shithole. This guy's wearing a jean jacket and a watch. Like it was out of the fifties. I don't, it's just, it's, it's not the, the, the American hero character from the, uh, cat Williams from the eighties. It's not, uh, Eric Stoltz. Yes. <laughs> it looks a lot like or, him <laughs> or John Schneider. Yeah. It's, but you know what I mean? Because movies, you typically see that, the auditorium with the slanted and you know the seating, the stage seating, and the, the professor doing his thing. Uh, I'm such a failure. This is like an out of out of play high school. Yeah, and you're like, you know, why are you a, a failure? Like, you're making yeah. money at a at a university working there, and they're always like, I'm a failed writer, and you're like, right. no, this hey. one, yeah, he's yeah, a failure. One, you don't <laughs> like, got tenure here. You're making no. eight dollars an hour. It looks like he might get stabbed by the janitor in the hallway. Like it's the not janitor from from Scream, West Craven. Yeah, I was just I was just gonna say that. Wow, I can't believe we went to the uh, same. <laughs> uh, we'll do that. Yeah. Sorry, Freddie. <laughs> That's what West Craven does after they talk to him. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Henry Winkler gets brutally murdered. He does. I mean, brutally murdered. He gets stabbed against the door and left yeah. there. He gets left. They, they hung. They hung him from the from the goalpost. His guts are hanging out. Let's go. Oh, I forgot I turned something on. I wanted to see if you would notice that I turned on touch up my appearance. Look at look at my face right now. Oh. And now watch. I'm going to turn it off. I don't notice. Oh, it like bl it blows out your face. I did it as a joke just to see if you noticed, oh. but you didn't, so I turned it off. Well, I, I, I have this light on, this side light. That's what gives me enough pure, pure. I have this too. Pure radiance. I have one of those ring lights now. Hook. Those. You would never. Yeah, you would. Oh, one of those nice ones that all podcasters use because they're fucking phony. All 
all uh not podcasts it's a uh, influencers Inst- influencers yeah instagrammers or tiktokers what an awful world tiktokians no uh, i've had this for a while it's just been sitting in my uh yeah i was thinking of getting one of those too but i was just like oh this no, they're nice pretty well yeah. um i don't look make do it to make myself look better i do it because right now yeah. this monitor is blocking both lights so right, i'm like yeah. i need something to i want well, to i want like to sit here because i'm like shit it's here this gives me caroscuro Oh, it gives you. It takes away. I'm actually 105 yeah. years old. You can't tell. <laughs> yes. it takes away all my wrinkles. You've aged so well. It's the Portuguese <laughs> blood. <laughs> yeah, you know, my grandpa actually didn't have many wrinkles. He was gonna be 91. He didn't really wrinkle out. Kind of shocking, but he was like four foot eight. Weird, because if I think of a Portuguese man, he was five. Four, they age. Five, five. They age pretty intensely. No, now my grandpa had good genes. Hmm. He really did. Like he did not look that bad. Were they Lee or Wranglers? <laughs> but uh, oh, oh, stupid. Both, both actually. Let's continue with uh, your synopsis of the movie. We keep getting so distracted. Yes. Well, that happens on this show because we just love life. We just talk about everything because <laughs> we care so much. This is why every every podcast is like two hours. Well, should we? Uh, you want to play the rest of that scene where? No, I, we can't play too much with copyright. But it, goddamn, it's, it's funny because you got you got Pinsky and you got the kid behind him. Then you got the woman who's kind of a uppity bitch who's terrible and she thinks she's a genius. She has that scene where she's reading from her book, and she's like, "The captain looked into the thing, and he said, I see the bastards.' The captain said, "Yeah,", yeah. said Dave. Yeah, said the captain. <laughs> like that. Like every every other line is said the captain or said. The oh, guy. I've definitely. We've funny. both taken writing classes and both oh, yeah. definitely sat through someone reading this sort of thing. Yes. Where they're just learning how to put stuff together, but they're so yeah. intense about it. Oh, they love it. They think they're, they think they're so smart. Like and they I, don't I, want to tell you their idea because they're so I, smart. I have no problem with someone going, here's my reading, here's my writing, and I'm going to read it. What do you guys think? And taking that critique seriously. Right, yeah. I do have a problem with someone going, you guys are fucking idiots. You don't get it. That's a problem. You're right, in yeah. a class for a fucking reason. Yeah. I would read my shit and go... This might not make any sense. And they're like, yeah, it kind of doesn't there. And I go, okay, and I'll take notes. And I would go back and edit. It's called editing. Right. You have to do that as a writer. Yeah. If you don't edit as a writer, you're a failed fucking writer. That's why all our writers have editors. But I guess Stephen King doesn't because he doesn't seem to care. Stephen King is just stream of consciousness at this point. The man has at written 10 yeah, million pages of... Yeah, just. Uh, but I do. Here's the lady you're talking about. The enemy was foiled again. Looks like we foiled them again, said Dave. Yeah, said the captain. We foiled those bastards, bastards. again, didn't we, Dave? Yeah, said Dave. You notice Dave has only said yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Said so fucking perfect. She's such an idiot, and she's so proud of herself. I pause it here just to show, like, it's all—it's an adult education course. Yes, and there's yes. maps fucking everywhere, just in case you yeah. get confused where you're at. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's the best because I've taken a college course like this in a, at a community college. Yeah, me And too. this is what the room looked like. It was all people, yeah. older, older women. Uh, teen, you know, I was eight, 18 at that point, just turned 18. Yeah. And it was, you know, a lot of people my age yeah. from all over. It was, you know, I took it in Grand Rapids Community College. So a lot of, a lot of black kids. And then it was a, all of these adults like this lady, 
reading their, ah, I want to read. And they get up there and you're like, I, for, they're either write their romance out loud. Like they do their romantic, erotic fan fiction out loud and they think it's art. Oh no. Or they're no. doing their poetry and they think it's art, like super deep. And it's like, I honestly don't know what your poem's about. I'm like, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm really not. No, well, it's just, it's that American Idol audition thing. Well, this is way before that. Well, I mean, but it's just people we're, in general. We're old, they think Dick. They're, they think they're really <laughs> talented. And yeah. It's like, well, you're not. That's why you didn't make it because you don't, you can't because you don't know what you're doing. And it's terrible. It's just like some people are born to do this and some people aren't. And you just have to come to that conclusion that maybe it's just not yeah. for you. Or there's nothing wrong with it. I just you're or just not made for it. You do yeah. what I said. The first thing I mentioned is take the critique. Yeah. Okay. I'm. This is what I could do. Like we would sit there and she would go. The teacher was actually really good. I had a really good teacher in that in that course. And she'd be like, "All right, well, who has some recommendations for this specific thing?" Right. And we would. It was constructive criticism. It definitely was. And we would be like, "I honestly don't know what your poem was about until halfway through." Right, yeah. Is that if that's your goal, that's fine. <clears throat> oh yeah. Like some poems definitely, but not yeah. what you're going for here. Oh, I've like, had yeah, I I've had when I had my scripts read by people who I didn't know, like they would eviscerate me on some of them because they hated the genre. And I had other people who liked other scripts. Yeah, that said, Oh, this book is this 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 script is actually pretty good. Consider this writer and then and then the other time this writing is shit. It's garbage. Available for that, purchase now. That could be garbage. I don't I, know. I am going to send you this in the box so because I, I want you to sign it and write something. Oh, <laughs> well, just leave it there. And I'll, when I come see you, I'll do that. When are you going to be here again? I'm going to go up there whenever you want. You said uh, next year, right? Because you said you guys will get settled in. Or maybe I'll come. Okay. If, if you're going to be out here soon, then maybe. fine. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll go out there sooner than that. I only said next year because I'll have vacation time again. <laughs> I can right, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I could probably like a, a, like a weekend just come up for like four days or something. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, we'll plan that out. But something like that, that'd be I, fun. I'll keep it here then. Yeah, no, keep it there. Still, yeah, I don't want. I send it back. I did. I got this in the mail. I pulled it out yeah. and I showed my wife. And I go, that is 100% Dick's body. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, hey, they did that they made that cover so i was impressed i just i gave them the basic idea and they did that oh like, really actually, you didn't make yeah, it that's pretty good i, I was shocked i was just I laughing so hard because i'm like yeah. i can tell that's if you show me that it's picture me. i would think it was you without knowing yeah. it's your book you know <laughs> <laughs> like that's clearly him i've been behind him walking upstairs that's him <laughs> yeah because this is this isn't me no, that's, a, that's the first one. That's another guy. That's a guy. Uh, and then that's—I don't know who that is. And then this was the free. This was the free cover. Yeah, that one. Uh, the was, generic cover. I meant to ask you about that before because that's clearly a generic one. I want a copy yeah. of those ones. But do you still? Are, but, are you still selling like, physical ones of those? Yeah, they're all. They're all. Okay. On, 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 on Send me the links like, at some point here because yeah, I want to get yeah. all of them. <laughs> I got mine. But I'm like, finally getting, I'm finally getting yeah. the residuals for the first two books. Oh yeah, from eight, from 2014 because they don't pay them out until they get over twenty five dollars. So it's been like seventeen dollars for four years. Just yeah, sitting there. What are you getting? <laughs> like so forty three cents a book. I uh, I get like four dollars probably. Oh, not bad. But usually, I, I thought they're going to go Kindle because Kindle Monster Monroe's on Kindle, but now I think it's free on Kindle. You just get it for free if you want on Kindle. 
And I usually got like $2 for that. And I get like $4 for the physical book. And then another night I got like $4 for the book. And this one I get like $4 for the book. But the price goes up. It gets more expensive as time goes on. Is that your book? One of my books, yes. Yes, one of your books. This is the book I actually made. A couple hundred, oh, couple hundred off, I'd say. Oh, that's good. Shit. Yeah, that's well, better I, than I did. I sell. I bought the physical copies myself, then sold them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can afford that, great. But if you can't, you do what you did. You're gonna get. It sucks. But. Well, I got. I got. I bought. Um, I did sell the first when I got the first book. I sold. <clears throat> I probably sold about a hundred copies, hard like myself, like at different places. And like I remember, but the what that I someone emailed me out of the blue for yeah. their hotel. Some ho- oh look at that yes look at this hardcover too that's nice see that's even better I hardcover for me would cost me seven hundred dollars to do it yeah I had the it, it's, it's so expensive it's color look at that and color that's nice I had I made this myself see that, this is a one nice. of a kind like I made this those are those are worth way more you can sell those for five hundred dollars a piece yeah so I got four books I just haven't yeah those are from. A decade plus ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's if you're not you go but in time back in, you mentioned we're both writers. Yes. We're both not like naive enough to think people everyone is, is gonna love our books. It's nothing it's not what it is. It's gotta be a personal you have to be satisfied with, with just yourself going No, I wrote, no, it's gotta be me itself. No, you know what I mean. Honest if, being we're for being honest. Yeah, we, yeah. we wrote the books for a sense of accomplishment. And we both did it. Yeah. It'd be nice. Like, it's always, of course, it'd be nice if, if something became of that. But at the end of the day, didn't do it for that. I, I wanted to get this story out. I wanted to put this together, yeah. this project. Yeah. And that's not what these people in this course are there for. No. They, they think yeah, they're, they're geniuses and they want to make millions of dollars off of that. And that is so <laughs> fuck, especially now. Well, like, now it's even worse. In '87, it was possible yeah. to to sell yeah. books like that. Like it is definitely oh, yeah. possible, but it's like four people a year get to do that, and that's well, it. Because now nobody nobody reads. We're talking about back no. in the '80s. You're talking the average sell of paperbacks were like 90 million a year. Yeah, I mean that, that that's just, that's insane. The numbers aren't even close to that now. They're you're lucky to sell two million books a year. At any at any rate, like it was pot. I think the most popular book is that stupid Prince Harry book, and that sold like what half a million copies. And since, like, it hasn't even sold a million yet. Maybe I don't know. Here's the sad thing about books: is it used to be Oprah on this show, Oprah in this movie is doing the book yeah. of the week because there yeah. were so many fucking books that would hit the stands and just take off. Now it's you can count them by how big they are after the book, like Twilight, uh, the the Robert Langdon fucking solves mysteries books. What are those called? The Dan Brown ones. No, the Da Vinci Code books. Da Vinci Code the books. Hand, the, the hand, and then you got that guy who died after he finished them and then <laughs> made all his money. And <laughs> you didn't get any of it. The girl who kicked the hornet's nest. Those books. The, okay. su- the Swedish author. Author. So, this will give you an idea of book sales in 1987. Stephen King's The Tommy Knockers was the number one book of the year. Yeah. It sold. Well, I'm going to guess 8 million. 1,345,000 oh, wow. copies in print. Way, way less. Even on like, yeah. even hardback or, uh, sorry. That's all it paperback? says. That's all, that's all it says. I, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Way off. Okay. Yeah. So we'll just get that's 87. 
I'll look up. Okay, so I'll look up what was the book sales this year, 2023, or 2022. Let's just do 2022 for the years over. 2022. I mean, I bet you it's night and day. Oh, here you go. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's why he writes a book a week now. Okay, so here, okay. Seven hundred eighty-eight million copies of print books were sold in twenty twenty-two. Over four hundred four million were fiction books. Three hundred sixty million were nonfiction books. Fifty-two point nine percent of all print sales in the U.S. in two thousand twenty-two were in the fiction category. But that's including my book, which maybe sold four or five copies. Yeah. So I mean, again, there's a lot more writers now that are self-publishing than ever before. But I don't know. Is that big? He said maybe the mark. It's still okay. I mean, people still read, but I no. But that's books printed. Yeah, sold. Okay, so I don't know. Is that counting Kindle know. versions and counting audio? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I mean. It's not yeah. specific. And that's so I don't part know. of the problem of of all these different outlets is everything's watered down now. Yeah. Anyway, he's right. He's teaching this course. We are so sidetracked again. Teaching the course, uh, Danny DeVito's a writer. Oh, he skips. Well, here you go. He puts his book on top, and then Dan- <laughs> Billy Crystal skips it. Um, he follows yeah. him around, and then the next couple scenes is him following him around. Yes, and yes. learning that he hates his wife, his ex-wife, and wants her dead. He keeps saying he wants her dead, but it doesn't really. He's just saying it like someone would say they want well, their wife dead. Look, it's because Billy Crystal won't read his story in class. He yeah. always puts it away. <clears throat> the first time he he says it. Or he reads it and he is it. He steals his opening line. The night was moist. Oh my God! I have a fast dismissed. I have a gigantic headache in my eye. <laughs> yeah, Billy Crystal wrote the the night was moist. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm excited. He got finally got that first line, and then he says it. He goes, I want to play it because it's a great little comedy bit. Because there's so much build up to him reading this in class. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Danny is so proud. He's eating a candy bar or something and just sitting there being quiet with his, his textbooks. <laughs> oh, God. And Danny DeVito is just so adorable in this movie. He's just endearing. And that's why you like him. He, the first, just his face is just, he's, he's just such a sweetheart. Except like for just, the fact he has murderous fantasies about killing his mom. Exactly. But who doesn't? But they're all funny, too. He tries to poison oh, her for real, swats yeah. the Pepsi out of her hand. Yeah. She calls him a poop. You're you're not going to hear anything ever again, Mama. I promise. It's our background. Look. (laughs) Yes, he loves Owen, see? Yeah. She does love him. It's just that's her way of showing it. No, it's, she's, she's you, know. you can't have a mom like this and not be fucked up. Well, he's not normal, but he's oh, not here it is. awful. Here it is. No, I agree. He's yeah. not fucked up like a psychopath, like Carrie yeah, there he is. or something. Look at that guy. He's got Carrie's mom. and he, <laughs> He's got Carrie's mom. This is when he's, he's about to read his book. His mind. Yeah, here or it is. his story. Oh, when he talks about his first story. He, they're at the laundromat, and they goes outside. He follows him around. He's like, "Do you read my story? You get yeah. a chance to read it." He's like, "Yeah, I read it." And he's like, "Did you like it?" And he goes, "No, I didn't like it. No, Owen, I didn't like it at all." And he goes, "Why not? You didn't like my murder mystery?" He goes, 
It's a murder mystery. I guess who it was. It's two pages well, yeah. long. You can't there's, murder mystery with two characters. There's two characters. <laughs> he goes, I didn't know why he killed them. And he goes, no, he killed them because they both have hats. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy in the hat killed the other guy in the hat. Yeah. I remember as a kid, that that line right there, just fucking making me laugh so hard. Because he says it with such a sincerity. Of like, yeah. why doesn't this make sense to this guy? Right, yeah. I'll play that too, because it's one of the best Danny DeVito moments in the movie. But this is, this is what we're talking about. Chapter one. The night was humid. Class dismissed. I have an enormous headache in my eye. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole scene of him reading his book or uh, story. And then he has that that um, he explodes in the in the, in the cafeteria, in the awful outdoor outdoor cafeteria. Where well, the funny part is, all the all the students are at the same table eating lunch, oh, which sorry. I thought was kind of funny. It's like all of them hang out after class. You're like it's high school. Yeah, like it's high school, and yet they're all adults, and they're like having lunch there. And it's like, would you just after class? Be, like, you only take one class there. You're not taking multiple classes. I have to take my kid to dance. I can't. I can't just hang out here in the quad. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I gotta go pick oh. up my kid from soccer class. I'm not used to sitting, it. Dick. This is weird. I know. Yeah, you're gonna be. Yeah. Do you think it's better or worse <laughs> for your back? Um, worse. Ooh. But I don't know. We'll figure it out. Point is, well, because you you have the ability to stand. I do push the desk out, so it it depends on what you feel like. Yeah, if it gets really bad, I'll stand up. Yeah, I might here in a minute. I I was gonna do it between shows. That was my plan originally, but we're not doing shows now. No, that was destroyed by my lack of uh, reading the website or paying attention last week when we said we're gonna do Twilight Zone this week. I think I forgot all about that. Yeah, I guess so. I did. I really did. (laughs) It's all right. It sucks because Frank's Frank was gonna make it too. He actually was communicating and gonna be on time, and had oh. to go. Oh, never mind, man. And he's like, wait, well, why? I can do. I can do. You want to do it Saturday night? Or are you busy? Tomorrow night? No. Yeah. No, no we can't do it tomorrow. All right. No, we'll do it next week. Yeah. That's all right. Sorry, Frank. Uh, you've been around for two years, but nobody cares. <laughs> he cares. All right, here's the scene oh, of fuck, the murder mystery. Oh, fuck, <laughs> guys, fuck you. This is, okay, just just Danny DeVito's sincerity in this scene is the best part. ...in finding the murderer. Well, what gave it away? You only had two characters, one of which was dead on page two. Yeah, well, well, one guy killed the other guy. It wasn't motivated. Sure it was. Guy in a hat killed the other guy in a hat. I have to go now, Owen. Go see Hitchcock. <laughs> Go see Hitchcock, Owen. Yeah, and then he goes and watches the movie, gets the idea, and thinks that he told them to do that be, so they would crisscross. And do their, crisscross. He killed his mom. He killed his wife. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. That's, that's <clears> another <throat> great great sequence is when he's in Hawaii, and he, and he goes sits next to Kate Mulgrew. This is my first time to the islands. He just walks away from him. He has nothing to do with him. And he's just eating and drinking a pina colada. It's just so goofy. In a luau. He, he shows up at her house. <clears throat> and this is one of my favorite scenes as a kid, too. This right yeah. here. <laughs> Just look at him. He's so sincere with everything he does. There's so much <laughs> said in this, in this framing right here. 
all those books right there are her book. She wrote yes. that. She's on the magazine right there. Yep. She's fucking the gardener in her Hawaii house. And first of all, I shame my wife because they show her house and it's a fucking mansion in Maui. And I go, yeah. why isn't your mom's house like that in Hawaii? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, she thought I was kidding. She thought I was like serious. For first, I'm like, no, no. It's a mansion. I get it. It's a mansion. Yeah. Uh, we got to drive around. We got to drive around uh, Oahu uh, for the first time. Last time I was there, I didn't get to drive around. We actually went around the entire island. Like I told you, we saw the Jurassic Park stuff where they shot all the, right, yeah. all the you know, all the, you know, like Fast and the Furious, you get those Hobbs and Shaw. They do it with the the mountains and they do like, they'll even do it where it's like Planet Nebulon and they show mountains and it's Hawaii. It's the same fucking mountains. Right. Yeah. yeah they shot a lot. They shoot a lot of stuff there. But we got to see all that and you get to see all the mansions, like the mansion areas and I'm like, God oh, wow. damn, that's a massive house and it looks like a, wow. it's all glass enclosure and it's like, that is right on the beach. You see people in the distance, like right next, uh, right three lots over. It's a big public beach. I'm like, God, their beach at their house must be incredible. Yeah. But anyway, it's the first time I got to see all that stuff. Because I didn't want the tourist vacation last time we were there. Right. But this time I'm like, fuck it, let's go see the island. Uh, I've only seen this little patch yeah, of why it, not? the you know, south she, side. Yeah. She's from Nanakuli. Yeah. But anyway, um, I, I, we didn't go to any other island. So I've only been to the one island. Uh, but Maui looks nice here. Not so much now. It's funny that this has Hawaii, Maui, and Oprah in it. Which is kind of a controversy going on right now with Oprah and purposely burning down yes, Maui yes. or not helping enough in Maui. Well, no, it's th- they're billionaires asking for money where they could give us, they could give the people their millions of dollars to help. And yes. They're asking you to, they're asking everyone else to give money, but it's like, well, where's your check? And I mentioned on some other show, or was that a personal conversation I had? But I don't believe in conspiracy theories that much, but I do believe. This is a personal one because I had it in, in Hawaii. Yeah, I can see them letting this letting Maui just burn. Like, oh no, uh, that sucks. Okay, well, yeah. Now this money's really going to be blank and valuable. I'm going to predict it now. Disney Hawaii. You never know. They already have resorts there on a different island. I'll be. But uh, I did spend a couple hours at the Disney Resort in uh, Oahu, and it is fucking insane how nice that place is. is. Wow. I was like, God damn, this is huge. But anyway, um, this scene. He's about to kill her. The gardener walks in, starts fucking her on the couch. He's bored (laughs) reading a newspaper. He's not a perv. Like you said, he's like a simpleton. He's like a child. He's just reading the Us Weekly (laughs) But the best part is she keeps trying to reach for the phone, but she's too busy fucking the gardener. So he just reaches yeah. up and pushes the phone over to her. Ah. And as a kid, I don't know. I just fucking love that scene. And I still loved it. I laughed so hard yesterday when I watched this. His face. He pushes the phone closer so she can get it. Yeah. Look at his face. 100% sincerity. He's not doing enough. There's no... Nowadays, I feel like there's a, a pessimism or yeah, a cynicism yeah. in everything you do, yeah, every yeah. joke. It's just, there you go. It, it's like a Weird Al in UHF. Just does does the joke. 
Right, yeah. There's no ulterior motive behind why he's doing the joke. He just does the joke because that's right. what my character would do. I don't want to wait here forever. Here's your phone. That's it. And I feel like that nowadays that oh. shit is so cyni- and, cynical. And, and you're, you're forgetting the best part after the scene. He's making himself a sandwich in her kitchen. Yeah. And he's, just, he's making a giant sandwich. He is, but it's I, so funny. I wanted to hit on the phone bit because I, I like that. Oh better. no, yeah, no, that's perfect. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like the postscript, the post note of the scene is him making a big sandwich and like he's pushing it down. <laughs> he's eating it like a kid. Oh god, yeah. Danny DeVito, I, I love Danny DeVito. I mean, when he goes, he's our official. I think he's our official mascot now. Yeah, maybe because he it was Nick Cage right here. Literally, I can touch him. Touch him every day. How do I get there? Boop, boop, boop. But you. it was Nick Cage, and then it became Wesley. Uh, and I had Nick Cage cast. I moved that to the side. Right. No more Nick Cage movies on this. And then it became Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Once you you uh, started, we started Hollywood is Dead and changed the show. And then it was Wesley Snipes. And I feel like we did like what two, three movies. Right. Yeah, it, we've done quite a few. Was it Wesley just two? Well, no. It was no, no, no. I think we. Oh, did we not do... We um, did Blade. No, no, we did multiple. Yeah, we did Blade. We, we did Money we did, Train uh, and Drop, Drop Zone. Drop Zone, Money's Plane, yeah. Money Train. And we, should, we should do... So um, three. The next one we should do is... Um, Murder at 1600. Oh, always Been on Black. Uh, Passenger 57. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank you. Passenger 57 and U.S. Marshals. I, I don't enjoy... I do enjoy U.S. Marshals. I do enjoy that movie. I don't enjoy Passenger 57 as much as everyone else. Like, the guy movie. It's your dad movie. I don't enjoy it that much. Because I think there's movies that do that story better. Right. Die Hard and Under Siege. I think they both do that better. Oh! Speaking of Under Siege, now this is going to be way, way off topic. But actually not because... Oh, do you want to play a Steven Seagal song? Oh, Christ. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. Might have to do that. So I was watching... um, uh, The Making of the Fugitive was a shit show. The, the, The... YouTube channel. Okay. And the Fugitive story, how they made that movie, fascinating. I guess that movie was was going to be a disaster. And Harrison Ford, like within six months of like shooting that movie, he thought it was going to fail miserably be the biggest moment of his career. He thought his career was over. And I guess they 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 cut the movie together and they made it work. Like half the script was thrown out. It was all ad libbed. And Tommy Lee Jones um had an issue one of the biggest contentions on the set was um that scene where we're in the movie where harrison ford's at the jail and i I am not the biggest fan of the fugitive i've only seen it once maybe twice really i've seen i've seen u.s marshals the sequel yes you've seen that 60 times times. (laughs) i've seen fugitive a thousand times i love the fugitive first of all i I don't like tommy lee jones um, he's fine. I'll watch him in things. Yeah. But I know the man is an asshole in real life, and it ma- turns me off. He's an asshole. He's a fucking asshole in real life. Yeah. Okay. Every single person that works with him has a, has a nightmare story. What's your problem? But as an audience member, like, he works really well in certain movies like uh, uh, Natural Born Killers, like stuff like yeah. that, where he gets to play an asshole. All he does in Natural Born Killers is yell at people. And, and shout obscenities. <laughs> like, that's a perfect role for him. Yes. Sorry, that scene. Talking about the fugitive. 
Yeah, yeah. There's a scene where he shoots his gun. Yeah. At Harrison Ford, and, and it hits the, the the doors close, and he shoots him, and it's refle- it's a bulletproof glass. So Harrison Ford <laughs> has foot stuck, and he shoots him, and Tally Jones goes. I don't understand this scene. I don't like it. I don't think my character would shoot at him running away in a public place. I don't like it. And he went to his trailer and he protested to shoot it. So he went to his trailer and like a baby and, and he wouldn't come out of his trailer until they changed the script. I'm kind of so fine I, with that, honestly. Well, here, here's, here's part two of that. Story. Where I don't like it is the personal go fuck no. yourself. Go ahead. No, it's just Sorry. It's a big baby because it was trailer. So the producer comes in and he says, Tommy. <laughs> Mr. Lee Jones. The prior scene that we just shot in the editing room is you, Point Blake, blowing a black man's head away uh, with him holding one of your men. You just murdered a black man. You murdered a black man on screen and you don't want to shoot at the rich white guy. That's the optics. He goes, think about that and go shoot the fucking scene. And he went and shot the scene because it was like, oh yeah, that's a good point. I'm I'm going to be a, a horribly look, a horrible who, bigot. Who directed that movie? That wasn't Philip Noyce, was it? No, it's Andrew Davis, the director Davis. of Under Siege, which is why I brought this up. Was Under Siege? He's also worked with Nick Cage. Yes, Andrew and Davis. Under Siege. The reason why Under Siege is so good, and I did not know this. Steven Seagal told the director, I don't want to be in this movie that much, so take all my parts down. I don't want to have any lines. And give them to the... To the Gary know, Busey. Give them to Gary Busey, give them to Tommy Lee Jones, and let them do whatever they want. And it made the movie so much better because Steven Seagal is, is a charisma vacuum, so he sucks. And not having him be in the movie more made the movie better, and that's his biggest hit. <laughs> That's the scary part. That's the sad thing. How pissed do you think he was? Movie. Yeah. He tried he so hard it. to replicate that with... Uh, what's? Yeah. Oh, God damn. Executive, I wanted to blank it on the name. Executive, executive decision? No, no, no. Or uh, um, Mark for Death. Above the Law. The one where justice. he puts the two-liter bottle over the gun and shoots him through the window. Oh, uh... uh, uh In Alaska, I think it is. Out, out for just... Uh, fire Down Below. No. One of those. It's Fire Down Below, or it's uh, the other one. It's the one with Michael Caine. One's Chris Christopherson, one's Michael Caine. <laughs> one of them's Fire Down Below. The other one is some other random title. It's about, he was he saved the environment for the Eskimo. On Deadly Ground. On Deadly Ground, yeah. That's, that's the environment. No, but he had the one that, he's always in a pickup truck chasing something. But, yeah, I think Steven's the goal. I would like for him to be our mascot, but I think he's more B movie battles mascot. Yes. Uh, this show, this show's Danny DeVito so far. Yes. Danny DeVito and Wesley Snipes, because we've yeah. done three of each, right? Well, Death of Smoochie, this movie. Have we only talked about two? returns. No, we did. Uh, so th- these two that you just mentioned, plus uh, yeah. Man on the Moon. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And we never did uh, War of the Roses, I think, is on the list. Oh, it's not on the list, but I can is add it. it. Well, it's all right. War of the Roses is okay. I've I never seen it officially. Okay. Well, I'd say watch it, but I don't know if it's worth an episode. It's, uh, this movie's way better than that movie. 